This is a recording of the speech on Friday night. As we have for the last nearly two months, we have been discussing the events of October 7th and the current Matzav in Eretz Yisrael and doing that using the Parsha as a prism to discuss on Friday night's Tzvaralacha and various areas of Parshanot or homiletics on Shabbos Day. This week will be no different, and hopefully we can move on to a different focus point in the near term. One of the common tropes that you've been seeing in the media for the last two, nearly two months has been this notion of civilian deaths. Everybody's so up in arms about the civilian deaths, civilian deaths. All they keep on talking about is the civilian deaths. I'm not getting interested now in the topic of whether that's appropriate, not appropriate relative to other conflicts. That's not of my concern. What I want to do is tie it to the parish. And everything we're going to say is halacha v'loy l'maysa. Even if I've said it was halacha l'maysa, it would be irrelevant because we're sitting here in New Jersey and would have no impact on the situation. So what we're saying is certainly practically Allah maybe even fundamentally Allah but that can be discussed and debated. As I've said, we've been using the parsha as a prism with which to analyze the events of the week of the last couple of months. And maybe sometimes you might think that we are pushing the envelope to connect it to the parsha. I don't think so, but you would have to be ultimately the judge. But this week, it is no doubt in mind that many shuls are going to have joshes around this aspect, which is so obvious, a connection to what's going on in the events of October 7th and its aftermath, that there literally cannot be a doubt that our Parsha is entirely apposite to the events of October 7th. Namely, we have the Maestro of Dina, where Dina is kidnapped, and she is mistreated inappropriately by Shechem. This is literally, on a single-person scale, what happened on October 7th on a massive scale. What happened on October 7th on a massive scale was effectively prisoners taken ransom and mistreated, maltreated, etc. And the question is, how does one treat the civilians? We know that Shimon and Levi felt that the civilians deserve death. The brothers, Yaakov, you know, perhaps disagreed. Pasek tells us that after Yaakov hears what happened to Dino, the Hechav is Yaakov Yaakov is silent until the brothers come back. Why Yaakov is silent through the story is a tangential point that's not relevant for what I want to talk about right now. But Yaakov waits till the brothers come back, and the brothers answer Shem Veschamar Ovid Bin Mirma. They answer according to the Targum. They answer them with a certain shalainess, a certain trickery. And what is that? What it is is effectively telling them that there's a condition that they can, in fact, live with them in peace and unity. How? If they are mild themselves. If they take a bris milah, the people from Shechem, they're not so excited to do it per se, but Shechem and Chamor, because Shechem b'ni choshka nafta nafsha b'vidachem, tenuna yisrael al-ishi, so interested in, in, in marrying Dina, therefore, 
they're agreeable. And if you look, you see that the brothers cleverly attempt to convince Shechem and his father of their sincerity and the seriousness of their intentions by saying, we're going to be one nation. The Shechem and Hamar didn't ask for that. They just simply wanted to know, they want the girl. And the condition that the brothers set is to be mild themselves. And they said, if you do, then you will become one nation with us. And the brothers convince the Shrem Chamor that this is a good deal. And then Shrem and Chamor go about and try to convince their townspeople and say, They're really, they're Anash. They really are interested in settling down with us and becoming one people with us. And we're going to intermarry. And the people of Shechem are convinced. What was the strategy of the brothers to do this? Presumably the strategy was that at some point they're going to mild themselves, they'll be weak, and they'll be in a weakened state. They won't be able to protect Dina. So they'll go take her back. That would seem to be the simple reading of what they were attempting to do. Because of the fact that who comes on the third day when they're in the middle of all this tremendous pain after the Milo? Only Shimon and Levi come to rescue Dina and, and, and kill out the town. What about the rest of the brothers? They were all in on discussing the plot. They were all in on discussing the nature of half the bris Milo. Where are they? Why is it only Shimon and Levi? Presumably, what seems to have, have happened, have transpired, is that the plot to get Dina out, which was to make them weak by having the Brismila, which they were willing to do because they thought that maybe the brothers are going to be settling down and intermarrying with them, morphs with Shimon and Levi into something much more. Shimon and Levi want to actually exact revenge. It's not merely enough. It's not merely enough um, to, to get Dina out. You're not supposed to be treating our sister this way, so therefore we're going to make an example of the people of the town. But the brothers don't join on to this. Yaakov doesn't join on to this. They don't come. No one else comes on the mission. It's just Shimon and Levi. And they destroy the the men there of, uh, of Shechem, and they bring Dina back. What's Yaakov's reaction to the killing of all the civilians? Yaakov's reaction is not happy. They all gather, gather around me, and they're going to destroy me. And the brothers respond, Our sister be treated this way. So there is a famous, famous machlekes here between the Rambam and the Ramban. The Rambam is in Hilchus Melochim, the Ramban actually brings it down. The Rambam there in Hilchus Melochim, in Parakhtas, the Rambam says that the people of Shechem deserved Misa. The civilians, they deserved to die. Why? They didn't do anything wrong. It was Shechem who did something wrong. What did the civilians in Shechem do wrong? The civilians in Shechem did nothing wrong. Says the Rambam, no, they did. What did they do wrong? Everyone is aware that part of the Shechem is to set up a court system. Shechem acted inappropriately here. 
He was being protected by his father, who was the chieftain in the village. And this is a violation of the Shev Mitzvah Shenech, which is punishable with death. The fact that the townspeople saw what had happened, that Vina had been taken inappropriately, she had been stolen, taken hostage against her will, treated inappropriately, and they did nothing about it. They didn't protest. They didn't say no. So that made them deserving of death. So according to the Ramam, there's no innocent civilian. They're 100% Chayev Hariga. They're 100% deserving of it. And Shimon Levi went and did what was appropriate. Now you might say, okay, but doesn't Yaakov Avinu come along and lambaste the brothers and say, Don't Yaakov say, hey, you did something that's inappropriate. And now they're going to come and kill me. So would, the Rambam would say to that, this is a kasha. The Radvaz asks on the Rambam, and a lot of people ask the kasha on the Rambam. I, Yaakov, you know, seems to disagree. The Rambam, in my opinion, would say very simple. The Rambam would say, read what Yaakov said. The Radvaz kasha is not a kasha. Yaakov even doesn't say that there was a problem with killing the civilians. Yaakov didn't say, why did you kill the civilians? They were innocent, they didn't deserve to die. Yaakov says, why did you kill them? Yaakov doesn't, sorry, Yaakov didn't say, why did you kill them? Yaakov says, now that you've killed them, you're effective, they're going to put me in danger of the fact that the neighboring villages, the neighboring towns are going to want to come and, 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 and go after us. You've put us in danger. Yaakov doesn't have anything substantive, negative, says the Rambam. In effect, against what the brothers did, what Shimon and Levi did was fine. They were deserving to die. The problem was the negative repercussions that would result in that from the townspeople at large who would now be gathering together to take revenge against the Jewish people. Right? If they just went and took revenge against Shechem, they just went and took Dina out, no one would have any problems, but they went and killed all the innocent people of Shechem. What did that people do Shechem do wrong? Says the Ramadan, what they did wrong was they didn't judge, they didn't adjudicate. So they deserve death. So Shimon Levi go and take the revenge against all of them. Okay. Says the Ramban, says the Radvaz, what is, what is, what is the, the Rambam saying? That they deserve to die? But Yaakov didn't think that. Yaakov says, you put me in danger. Says the Rambam, what do you mean? Putting you in danger is not saying that what you did was wrong. It's saying that it has practical repercussions that are negative. So therefore, if not for the negative repercussions, I would agree with you. But because of the negative repercussions, you shouldn't have done it. But not because they weren't deserving of death. They were deserving of death. That would be the sheet of the Rambam. What about the sheet of the Ramban? The Ramban says, no. Yaakov, you don't them. Are you going to say, but he didn't lambaste them about the fact that what they had done. He only lambasted them about the negative repercussions. So where is the condemnation of what Yaakov did? So on that, the Ramban could say, very pushed. You have to go to Paris Vayichi. In Paris Vayichi, Yaakov says about the brothers, he curses their anger. Why? Because of the fact that they killed somebody with anger, they killed somebody with with um, big anger. Who is the ish? The ish is Shechem. The ish is the, the, what they did to Shechem. They killed the city of Shechem. So according to the Ramban, Yaakov Avinu does in fact go after the brothers. Ah, you're going to ask, well, why didn't he go after the brothers here and say something wrong? He's saying that they went after Shechem that was inappropriate. Why didn't he say that here? So what you would have to say for the Ramban is that the the Ramba, the Yaakovin wasn't comfortable going after Shimon and Levi. He saw they were difficult. He couldn't deal with them. Why? Because 
He told me, don't put me in a negative situation. And they pushed back. Should a sister be treated this way? So he saw he's not going to win with them. So once he was not going to win with them, he gave up. And he waited until the end of his life when they wouldn't be able to say anything back to him. Mamish on his deathbed. And that's when he goes after them and tells them what you did was wrong. But Yaakov, you know, felt fundamentally what they did was not correct. What they did was not correct, going after and killing the civilians in Shechem who had done nothing wrong. I, and to the Rambam's kasha, right? The Rambam holds one of the Shechem is this dinim. They didn't done Shechem for what he had done. Aren't they deserving of death? Says the Rambam to that, you know, in a sort of somewhat sarcastic sense. If that's true, then they're chayiv misa every single day. They're always chayiv misa. Now we're waking up and we want to get, we're going to take care of them because the Chayim Misa for what they did by Dinim. What about the Chayim Misa that we should take care of them because then they're being open in Navarre Zor every day? That is to say, if you want to say that the Chayim Misa for being open in the Shemesh Zor they've been over on the Shemesh Zor every single day. You want to go take revenge because they're being over on, uh, on one of the Shemesh Misses? Why don't you take revenge yesterday? Why are you waking up today for this one, for Dinim, not for Avodah Zor? On this, not for Gidah Rais, not for all the other things that they did wrong. Says the, the the Ramban, this is not a legitimate position to say that people died because of the lack of enforcing the dinim, because of the fact that you can easily pin their deserving to die on another violation of the Sheva Mitzvah. So therefore for the Ramban, the Ramban in fact concludes that the people of Shem did not deserve to die. They did not do anything wrong. And therefore since they did not do anything wrong, they were innocent, and that's why Yaakov goes after the brothers at the end of his life. Obviously, in the situation of Gaza, the civilians there are fundamentally different. The ones, at least, who appeared on the streets on October 7th, beating the hostages, cheering and clapping and jeering and pelting and all the other things, those are obviously fundamentally not the kind of civilians that the Ramban is talking about. We're talking about the civilians who are, who are anti-Hamas, or anti what happened on October 7th, but they have no power, they have no ability to go against the Hamas. That's what the Ramban perhaps will be saying for sure, are people who um, you know, don't deserve to die. And, and perhaps even the Ramban would agree that if they're not standing up, but they really can't stand up, maybe they really don't deserve. But maybe the, the Ramban would agree that if the civilians are jumping up and down and dancing, that that would be different. I'm not sure. In any event, we have one final kasha on the Ramban. What's the final kasha on the Rambam? Is that, hey, fine, it's very nice the Rambam says that the civilians deserve to die because they didn't set up a court system, they let the people get away with this flagrant violations of the Shem Mrs. Benach and, and, and act entirely inappropriately and, and not be punished. Okay. And the Rambam would answer, well, what do you mean by Avad Azar? Avad is not something they have to enforce. You don't have to go around and, and walk around in shul and tell everybody, shh, shh, shh. You don't have to walk around and, and be the enforcer of God's rules. No. But here it affects them. Here it has a negative impact on them. That's why they're enforcing it. They don't have to walk around and do chittas checks, like deserve checks in every single town and village. That's not what they have to do. But here it's directly affecting them. That's why they have to respond. That would be the Rambam's answer to the Rambam. But we have a kasha. Because if Shimon and Levi were correct, and they really, the civilians deserve to die, because of the fact that they did not protest, they did not do anything to stop Shem from what he had done, to punish him or the like for what he had done. And when Yaakov is just complaining, he's not complaining fundamentally, he's not complaining substantively, he's only complaining Pashit on, on the fact that it's giving him negative repercussions. And on that one, the brother says, Yaakov doesn't respond. 
which is mashma that he agrees. It's mashma that he accepts. So then we have a fundamental question, which is why at the end of his life is Yaakov clearly against what they had done? Or apom ki ki what, what was the problem with their anger? Because their anger, they killed a man. Who is the man? That man is the city of Shem. I don't understand. Now the Yaakovin is death, but is going after them for killing the city of Shem. Obviously, Shem himself deserved that for what he had done. The problem is the city of Shem. They killed out Shem. What's the, I don't understand. For the Rambam, does Yaakov Avinu now disagree with the analysis that the brothers gave him? With the analysis that they were, in fact, deserving of death? Why now is Yaakov Avinu revisiting that on his deathbed? Why is he saying that they did something wrong? Keep Apam Hargawich. And he's being, Ur Apam Kiyozef, Rosam Kikoshoso. I'd like to suggest to you the following answer. That is, that perhaps, Lefi the Rambam, Yaakov was 100% accepting of the brother's answer. Shimon Levi's answer that they said, that look, at the end of the day, the town of Shechem really does deserve death. They have acted entirely inappropriately by not lambasting, by not protesting, by not preventing, by not stopping, by not punishing Shechem for what he had done. The town deserves punishment. But if you're going to go and force the punishment, if you're going to now be doing the, the God's will, as it were. You're doing God's dirty work, right? You you didn't go out to check the Avodah Zara, but now you're coming to enforce the Dinah because it impacts you directly. Then you better be sure that you want to be God's enforcer. You better be sure that you're doing it with the right intentions. Yaakov Avinu was saying on his deathbed that you killed out the city of Shechem not because they were really deserving to die because of the violation of Dinah. They were, they were not deserving to die because of your calculations of attempting to be God's messenger, his agent, to enforce the Sheva Mitzvahs. No, 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 no. says, Where do you see the Apam? Kiva Apam Harguish. How did Yaakov know Kiva Apam Harguish? He saw the way they treated Yosef. With total wanton willingness, they were willing to destroy Yosef. So now he knows that when they went after Shechem, it wasn't done in order to be ensuring that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Noahide commandments are properly adhered to. It had nothing to do with that. They weren't going for the honor of their sister. They were going They were going with anger. And that's never the appropriate way to act. And therefore, Yaakov based them what he now knows L'mafreya. Well, he didn't protest then, because at that point in time, his concern was negative repercussions, but he agreed fundamentally. So they say, look, we have to take the negative repercussions. We can't have our sister be treated this way. So I've accepted it, and he agreed. But now, now at the end of his life, he sees that their terror to him, their explanation to him was never correct. Their explanation to him was ad hoc. It was totally a way of inferring themselves, but it wasn't legitimate. Legitimate was... That was done with anger. It was done for inappropriate reasons. And how do you know that? Because of the way Yosef was treated inappropriately. So therefore now, when my friend Yaakov knows that they acted in Shechem inappropriately, and therefore he lambased them for both on his deathbed. To be able to have a situation where the people of Christ were able to live in peace 
and in security, and all the hostages should be freed, good Shabbos.